Welcome to this week's episode of This Marketing Show. We're in for a good one this week. It's our privilege to have Mr. Joe Scatterigia from Windstream Wholesale on our show today. And our topic is about leading well in 2023. Mistakes to avoid, best practices for success. And Joe, we thought there was no one better than you, a valued client and partner to bring onto our show. So welcome, Joe, Chief Revenue Officer from Windstream Wholesale. Well, thanks for having me, Melissa. I love your uh, your energy. Um, bright and early today. Um, mm-hmm. You're always one to, to be bring a lot of energy to the table and excitement. So I'm happy to be with you uh, today. Looking yeah. forward. And Joe, uh, I want to say thanks as well. You know, we really appreciate having you folks as a customer. Uh, really proud to you know be involved in what you're doing. And from the outside, you know, I, I you 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 represent, I think, what a lot of leaders are facing right now, and that is, you know, you've got a mixed bag in terms of the per- personalities and the disciplines of people on a team. You've got technical people, and we'll ask you in a second what you do here as the chief revenue officer at uh, Windstream Wholesale. But you know, you like many leaders have got technical people, salespeople, admin people, and you got to bring them all together. And just from what we've seen you do. And it's not you, you got a great team around you as well, of course, but um, we just think there's some really good ideas you'll have in terms of what's not working and what might work well as leaders look to 2023. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. But first, let me let me start by saying thanking you, uh, Rick and team. Uh, you know, you you know, for those that don't know, you know, Rick and the team and really Melissa and Devin have really been a critical partner for us as we've evolved over the years in the last couple of years, right? We've rebranded, we've done a lot of different things in the marketplace. And if you're watching the video, we we kind of laugh about the color purple that we launched. And that was really, you know, Melissa and Beth Ann, we, we were kind of looking through colors when we were going to kind of re-logo and kind of rebrand. And and we kid about, you know, our color purple. Now everyone at, at Windstream and, and even, you know, my neighbors comment about, you know, how fun, you know, the new <laughs> color is. So appreciate the partnership, Rick, and, and, and the team. And, uh, you know, this is this is what it's about, you know, really partnering and kind of collaborating with uh, with people that you uh, that you work with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I think partners are more important than ever. Uh, you know, we learn that sometimes the hard way. Um, so maybe let folks know what you do as the chief revenue officer like at, at Windstream, because I think that would set the stage for kind of you know, your suggestions on what to do and not to do. Yeah, sure. So as you mentioned, um, you know, uh, I am the chief revenue officer of Windstream Wholesale, and that's a relatively new new role for me. Um, you know, give you a, a kind of a step back. You know, I've been in the business for about 30 years or so, 31. I show my age now, um, you know, and different roles throughout the um, th- throughout uh, my career. You know, I started um, when I was uh, you know fresh out of college in the business. So I'm kind of a, you know, I, I've been in this business for my whole life. So it's kind of in my DNA, but really started um, you know, banging on doors in New York City as a door-to-door salesperson selling long-distance service. And, and you know, it's funny, that first job I had, you know, just like every job, you learn along the way, right? Mm-hmm. And it's funny, the office that we had in New York City, I'm still very close with about 15 of those folks that all are now executives throughout our business. So we always, when we see each other, we kind of laugh and share some of the stories. Mm-hmm. But over the years, you know, you 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 learn things, and and you know, I say this because along the way, where I started, you know, from the ground up, um, you know, and I worked for a small company, then I went to AT and T and learned some things, uh, and along the way, you find people that are mentors, and um, you know, people that you look up to, you 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 know, and and actually, you you come across people that you say, boy, I am not going to do that ever you know, <laughs> as a manager. So you learn. And, and you know, when I started here, and I tell this to, to people, um, you know, all the time, when I started at Windstream, I was a uh, vice, I came in as a, 
uh, it was a friend leading up the group and he said he needed some help. And, it, you know, I came in as, as kind of a lateral move to kind of help and to be part of something that needed some, some, some assistance in turning around. And over a period of, I guess, nine years I've been here now, my role has evolved and I've ended up as the chief revenue officer where I now have a really talented group of people. And as you mentioned, Rick, it's a combination of sales and marketing and some technical team. Um, and it's really, it's sales, it's marketing, it's the product, um, you know, it's the delivery of the service. Um, and now the new thing now, uh, we're, we're building infrastructure. So we have an infrastructure team as well uh, that I manage that builds fiber throughout the US. So and it's, it's exciting. We have a good, really good group. As you mentioned, you know, um, you know, it's partners that are important, but internal partners as well. So we have a team, but you also have external groups that support us that we partner inside the company as well. Yeah, and I, thank you for that. Because I just wanted the listeners to know who may not be familiar with Windstream Wholesaler Windstream, like you, like many leaders, are facing a lot of headwinds. You're in a big growth mode. You guys have been recognized uh, uh, for what you're doing in terms of uh, you know the growth. But you know, I just wanted people to know you're not sitting on a mature business that isn't on the move. Like you guys are making things happen, and that's why I thought you'd be a great guy to talk to. You know, from a leadership. So if there are some things you thought, Joe, you know, you've seen people do in leadership roles to avoid as we think through, you know, 2023 strategies, anything there that you would suggest? Yeah, I mean, I think when you take a look at leaders, right, a lot of it is, you know, people think of a leadership role or a leader, you know, you're managing people and you're making decisions, right? It's That's a lot of it. But uh, but there's also a lot that that goes into it. And I think probably the biggest, you know, and look, there's a lot of things that, that, that I look into leadership, but I think some of the gaps and some of the, some of the areas that I think um, leaders lose, at least from my perspective, is a lot of them don't have a clear plan. You know, you, know, you have a strategy and a, and a plan, but it's got to be clear and it's got to be a deliverable and it's got to be manageable. And along the way, things go wrong, right? It's no different than you're working on your house and, you know, you're putting in a kitchen, you come across termites, right? You got to make a decision, right? You got to alter the path a little bit. So, you know, so as, so I think a clear plan, I don't see a lot of leaders having a clear plan and a plan that manages. And, and I think the other thing is, um, I don't see a lot of leaders nowadays communicating. We're, we're in a, we're in a new era, right? Where, where, um, you know, COVID brought us into a lot of us working from remote, working from home. There's not a lot of collaboration around the water cooler anymore. There's not a lot of whiteboarding. So you have to get creative in how you collaborate and communicate with the teams. And I think there's a lot of businesses right now that kind of suffer from the fact that a lot of people are working from home and the collaboration and the interaction isn't there. So, you know, as you make decisions, there's not enough collaboration in making those decisions. So we spend a lot of time collaborating on our end at Windstream and a lot of it's on Zoom a lot. And we're, we, we get back together a lot. We constantly trying to get together. So I think those those couple of things are big. And I, I think the other thing I would tell you from, um, you know, leadership standpoint that I don't think that um, that enough leaders do is that some some of them you know that term the ivy the ivory tower where you know mm. leaders make a decision at a very high level and people question why did we do that why are we doing that when you get out of the ivory tower and you get out with the and become visible I think as you tell your story as a leader as you kind of communicate what we're doing and the why behind it people want to know particularly. When they're working remote, everyone's at home. You you kind of feel alienated in some way. You want to know the why behind it. I don't think there's enough of that, um, you know, going on. So I think those couple of things I would tell you are gaps in leadership that I see right now in in the current, you know, in the current environment that we're in. Yeah, 
You know, you know, uh, Melissa and I have spoken often, Joe, about how when we, you know, went to a virtual model, we missed what I call the mortar between the bricks of the conversations, right? Those, those small micro conversations. And uh, mm-hmm. one of the things I've seen you do is uh, to the communication point is you've become, you know, we, we have a term called the celebrity leader, right? Which means you're out there on social media, you're out there doing podcasts. And I look at you and you know, I said this to you before we we went on air here for this, but I, I really admire what you're doing from podcast. I mean, you're on social media, you're really putting yourself out there, which I think a lot of leaders question. They're either in the corporate straight jacket, they can't, you know, make a move, or they want to make a move and they don't know what to do. You know, could you speak? And maybe this is one of your best practices. I don't want to jump ahead, but I, I just think not enough leaders are doing what you're doing. And as we said, we, we underestimate sometimes the audience we really have as opposed to the likes or shares and stuff like that, that, you know, we see. And you know what, if I can interject there too, I think what you've done really well is, is the culture piece at Windstream Wholesale, right? And that's all part and parcel of that being visible. Where are you getting involved? The color, it's all, you know. Yeah. uh, So thank you for that, Melissa. And you guys have been a big piece of that, you know, visibility, Uh, you know, so you mentioned the culture, the culture. Uh, is a big piece of what we've uh, what we focus on as as a as a, as a group, um, and I think part of it is um, you know the social media aspect is just promoting what we do and talking about it and one mean to get out our message right because the message nowadays they get delivered in in different areas but but to start with the culture we have a great culture we have a great team I have a wonderful team of people around me people that are just some people I know for many many years and some people that you know have just added and part of the team and everyone's kind of bought into it it's almost like that football team right not everyone could be the quarterback not everyone could be the the star wide receiver linebacker you're gonna the, the key is the blocking and the tackling in the middle of the field so and we have a lot of people that stay in their lane they give their opinions on things, which is really important. And that's one of the things that we stress is the collaboration. Hey, speak up. Speak up if you if, if you have a concept or if you have an idea, because that's how we're going to grow. And that's mm-hmm. how we're going to focus in certain areas, because the people that talk to the customers, like our salespeople and our sales engineers, they're the face of the company. And as much as I like to get out in front of the customers, and I do spend a lot of time in front of customers, but sometimes it's hard because you're doing things internally. So ultimately, the people that are facing the customer have to be the voice of the customer and telling us, hey, these are the things we should be focusing on. These are the places that we should be you know, expanding our network to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and social media, and to, to really get back to your question, Rick, social media is one way that we communicate that message. So, so yeah, I, I, I've been doing some podcasts. I've been doing some things. Um, and, and a lot of that is sharing our message in a new way, mm-hmm. right? And, and, and kind of sharing our culture to show everyone, hey, you know, this is what we're about, right? We're honest, we're fun, we like to work hard, we're fast, we're flexible, all of these things. Um, and we kind of just share one means to do it is, is via uh, LinkedIn and social media. So yeah. I, I just think it's an untapped tool for a lot of leaders that are great people. They got great messages. There's a reason they've been given the the keys to drive the car, and uh, they don't they don't do it. And I, I just think you, if people aren't following you on social right now, you'd be a good model. Because mm-hmm. uh, you're right, like some of the pictures you're having a blast at a tennis tournament. You're over here talking serious about infrastructure development. <laughs> you know, there's a and then you're you wearing hop, a construction hat. <laughs> you hop back in your purple car and drive somewhere else. Anyway, just, <laughs> so, so what would be some things? Sorry, uh, as we dip in here, that. You know, if you're a leader and we're all going through a planning phase, probably this time of year, um, things you think, you know, looking into 2023 would be some best practices. 
Well, I, I look for me, um, uh, you know, I just look at, you know, my, my team, our team, and our team is all about collaboration. Everything we do is collaborating, um, you know, and, 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 and it's okay for people to disagree on things mm-hmm. and it's okay for people to kind of, you know, put their stamp on something. I give you an idea, Beth Ann, who we work with here, and we would, you know, you guys know very, very well. Great, she great goes by the name Beth Ann, uh, BA. BA, BA. BA it's right? like Madonna, we said earlier, one it's name. Like, it's like Madonna, <laughs> the one BA. You know, there, there's some times she'll, she'll come to me, for example, and she'll say, and I'll say, I don't think that's a good idea. And she'll say, no, no, I'm Joe, we need to do this. You need to trust me. And I say, you know what, Beth, BA, all right, I trust you. Go, go for it. And, 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 and we, that's a type of collaboration that you need to be successful because look, as much as a lot of the decisions may come my way, I, I don't want to, I'm not in the position to make every, uh, every decision because I don't know all the details. So you have to collaborate and I think trust and empower the people to make mm-hmm. the right decisions. And then you can hold them accountable for the outcome. Let's face it. Right. So you know, and I say this in, uh, you know, just like in our bi- our business, when we collaborate, when we work with our customers, right? A lot of what we do is custom design for customers. Um, you know, at the same time, you know, we don't have a standard product where, where where you give someone like a rate card and a product and say, go ahead and go sell it. It's more of a customized thing, right? And we, we tell the people that work in the field, hey, help us customize the network. Help us customize the solution so you're part of the success and part of the answer. Right and part of the solution for the customer. So, I would tell you it all starts with co- collaboration for us, and that 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 feeds into the culture. Mm-hmm. And, and listen, we get you loud and clear on the customization in the market. <laughs> like, no, oh yeah, trust me. yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Like, well, that wallpaper doesn't. Okay, that one won't. Okay. So we're always changing. The one thing I would I would I've seen you do is you guys collaborate not just with your people but your customers a lot. Like you bring yes. them, it seems into the fold which I think drives a lot of the momentum that aligns with what really the customers want to do. So I would, you know, add that in there if I may. Just from and where I... even, even with us, I mean, we collaborate with you guys all the time and I love it. I love that yeah. it's so open. I mean, I had a meeting yesterday with BA and, and uh, Megan and Devin, and it's just brainstorming, 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 you know, and yeah. it's so important. So. Yeah. And, and, you know, Partly is too, and I I mentioned it when we first started talking, is having a strategy, having a plan around the strategy or, you know, whatever comes first, the strategy or the plan, right? It's usually the strategy and the plan. But our product set, our business, we really simplified it. You know, Mm -hmm. we're very simple. We're we're a network service provider. We provide core transport. There's really five things we sell. We, it took us many years to get to this point, but we really, we, we, we scaled down kind of what we do. So everyone at our, in our group knows exactly what we do. Mm -hmm. You know, they know how we do it. Everything's built around that. And then you can build out the, the, the marketing and the, the, the sales plans around that. And then you, you know, you can obviously invest in it. It's easy to kind of identify and build around when it's simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a big thing. A simple, a simplified approach is, is, is easy to manage versus, you know, you have companies that have 30, 40 products. It's very difficult to kind of market and kind of build strategies around 30 different products in a market. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what else do you think, Joe, for 2023? What else, I, I, I love what you're saying. What else are you thinking like would be a good idea for leaders? Yeah, so I think collaboration is key because I think we're going to be in this kind of, you know, 
hybrid work, work, work environment. But I also think, you know, Rick, it's really important for people to get back out and do face-to-face. We started doing face-to-face as quickly as we could, I guess, last year, you know, getting back on the road, having a lunch, you know, or, or whiteboard session with the customer. Uh, you know, it's it's not as easy to, to schedule as it seems because, you know, you're, you're managing around, you yeah. know, people being in the office because not everyone's in the office every day. A lot of it's a hybrid, but I think that that's an important thing. As I think we need to get back you know, face-to-face meetings. And I think that, you know, a lot comes from that. You know, it's very difficult to build, particularly new business. It's tough to build a new business relationship over Zoom or over the phone. I mean, you really have to meet someone. So I think that's that's a big thing. Um, and I think, you know, getting back to, to, to the normal, uh, the normal way of life. Uh, I think that's really important for us. Um, you know, I have... Um, you know, I have kids that are starting to go in the workforce. And, you know, as, a, as someone that's just getting into the workforce, working remote, you know, three days a week is difficult. So and you have to keep that in, whether it's an intern or someone that's you know, because, look, let's face it, we're all getting old. Right. So you need to you need to, you know, have constant uh, new blood, so to speak, coming into these organizations. So it's good to have younger people come in, coming out of college just to give you a different view, give you diversity, give you a different aspect of what's going on in the marketplace or get going on in the world for that matter. And, you know, it is a bit of a challenge that having them work remote, you know, not going into the office it goes back to the days of, you know, when I first started, you know, I'm still very friendly with a lot of the people in my first job because we'd go out after work, we'd commute into the office together, mm-hmm. you know, we'd have lunch together. That's important to, to make sure that we maintain that moving forward for the younger folks coming into the marketplace. Agreed. Yeah. No, I, 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 uh, I, we see it in our own organization, like the, the younger people, we'll call it often, you know, challenge the traditional thinking that I may have, for example, and I really love it. I think it makes the team stronger. And, Absolutely. you know, uh, your point about collaboration, you know, I've found sometimes the people with the best ideas, Joe, they don't always, you know, bring them up. And, uh, you know, you get a technical person that's got the best idea or they've got. So we always have to work on that. I know ourselves because, you know, the salespeople, no problem. They'll give you all the complaints or suggestions you need. <laughs> but the actual person that's got the silver bullet uh, and it's a, a certain scenario. We just, you know, we have a tough time sometimes, you know, yeah. greasing that one out kind of thing. <laughs> Well, yeah. and that's why the balance is good, right? So when you have, and we have that on arm, we have the salespeople that you said are very vocal and they're always throwing out, you know, suggestions and ideas. And then you have the technical people yeah. that are a little bit more reserved, like you said, and a little bit more conservative in their decision-making. Whoa, 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 we can't do that. We got to look at all the facts and the details before we do that. So in the middle, you come up with the right decision. Absolutely. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. And I love, I love and Rick, you touched on it too, is just having that younger workforce injected into your team, right? New ideas, because we've always done it this way. We've always done it this way. Let's, you know, whoa, wait a second. No, let's pivot a little bit. Right. You know? And Joe's point about face-to-face. So so I was down in your neck of the woods there, Jersey, a couple of weeks ago for a a awards uh, gala. And, um, you know, it, we, 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 the face-to-face thing with customers, with industry people, whatever, I totally agree with that. Even from a sales standpoint, you know, getting back in front of, you know, belly to belly with customers, mm-hmm. you know, we're big supporters of that, you know, the new hybrid model, if you want to call it. But um, I just really, I, I just thought again, why we wanted to have you on because from the outside, like, I, I just think, you know, the culture thing, which we really didn't get into, like, Melissa, what would you say if I may ask, and I know I'm catching here, but that you see Joe do as a leader from a culture standpoint, because you're seeing it from the stands. He's kind of, you know, calling the plays or whatever on the field. Mm-hmm. What do you, you see know, him do without sharing anything that might be confidential? Because I think culture is so <laughs> important. Yeah. 
<laughs> what do you mean? Like Joe being in his bedroom with COVID back in the COVID days <laughs> with sheets and the whole, like those things, that kind of culture. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, so Joe, like, I don't know if you I'm know giving that. it all away. I, I did a few years ago when I got COVID kind of early and, and Melissa and MBA made me do the holiday video uh, when I was very sick on oh, you're COVID. So sick. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? Um, honestly, and, and this isn't to pump Joe's tires. Joe is real. That Joe is authentic. He's fun. Um, this morning, uh, Joe and I were on another meeting together with BA and, and I just love that, you know, you don't even know Joe's the CRO. Joe is just another guy on the call, having fun, you know, trying to read text on a page that he can't see because he doesn't have his old man glasses on, you know? <laughs> um, so I, Joe is just fun. And, um, and he has brought the fun to the team and, and it is a team. It is truly without trying to sound all, um, you know, schmaltzy. I went down to your kickoff last year and I came back a changed person. I thought, wow, what a great team to hang out with. They, 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 I, we did. And, and one of the other guys on our team who thinks salespeople are, are crazy came back and said, those guys are salespeople. That was amazing. And, um, so, you know, you really are a family, Joe. Um, and you've brought that you and buddy and, and all the people on your team, VA and Megan and all the people that, that we touch and all the people that I've touched, uh, on video and, and collaborated with, um, you guys just, you, you don't just say it, you do it. And yeah. I think, I think that's key. You don't just say it. You don't go out there celebrating this, but you're doing something else. You walk it out. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Hey, and a shout out to you guys too, for, for, for anyone that's looking to do a sales kickoff. And I, and I would tell you, you know, the sales kickoffs are a lot of money, right? And we collaborated, you know, with you, Melissa, on, hey, should we do it? Should we not? The the benefit that we received from our sales kickoff, and it was, you, you should at some point post some videos because we had balloons coming down with our rebrand. So we had, you, know, there, you, you guys really, it was, it was, it was a 10, a 10 out of 10. But, but, you know, that's the type of collaboration that we have with, with, with a partner where, you know, we had this sales kickoff, we spent a lot of money. Uh, but we did get some partners to help us with that. And they were happy to do it because, you know, they're not, they weren't spending their marketing dollars. So they helped, you know, with some of our costs and the benefit that came out the back end and the, and the, just the motivation and the people just, you know, really buying into our story and our new, and our culture, all those things really went a long way. So I appreciate you noticing that. Um, yeah. And, and I think, you know, going back to what you're saying, you know, we have a down to earth philosophy here. Look, 100%. you and I talked this morning, we did a recording on something else. We got together for a few minutes. We kidded around. We got right to the business. We shot it and we were done. I'll, I'll see you in a month or I'll see you in a few weeks, whatever. Yes. Um, you know, it's 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 a good dynamic that we have, um, you know, with, with, with your team and, and it kind of works and it mm -hmm. works. So the down to earth is key. And you know what? Just one more thing on the culture, because I could go on and on. But the purple piece you know everybody buys in everybody's buying the purple converse shoes and the yeah. shirts and look i'm wearing purple today and i have a purple apple watch like it's seriously everybody buys in and they're they're doing it well it's funny you, you know? say that. so so we come up a lot of i would tell you almost every idea and everything we implement comes in from someone on the team as you say someone speaks up so i'll give you an yep. example so so rick you said you were at an award ceremony we we, we won that prestigious award you know two years ago back in uh in london for the best north american wholesale carrier we were up for it again and you know it, part of that is you're going to a black tie affair and one of the salespeople say wouldn't it be happy wouldn't it be fun if you guys wore purple bow ties and i said you know what 
That's a really good idea. I just went on Amazon. I bought everyone that was going to go purple. Book. So it's little things like that, that I didn't think of that. I just took an idea and I, and I said, you know what, that's a good idea. And we're going to, we're going to do it. And, and so many of those things, the purple party that we had at ITW, um, someone said, Hey, we should have a purple party. And everyone looked at each other and said, that's a great idea. So, <laughs> so all of that stuff that goes on, right. They look like really good ideas that one or two people doing. It's a collaborative effort that people are just speaking up and kind of throwing things out. Probably like I tell everyone, Hey, bring up the concept, bring up the idea. It doesn't mean we're going to do it, but you know, yes. it doesn't hurt to bring it up. We listen to it and take a look at it and maybe we do something with it if we don't. And people really enjoy that part of it. They do. Yeah. And you know what, Rick, honestly, that's Rick. Rick's an idea guy. Rick has ideas all the time. And sometimes Rick gets the heat on the team like, whoa, like you're giving us 45 different. And Rick's like, it's just a concept. It's just right. a concept, right? But yeah. some of the fun ideas come from that. So, well, and, and think about it, you know, it's one thing that we, that, that, you know, that we pride ourselves with is our, is our, is our slogan, our logo, which is fast and flexible, right? And I tell this all the time. That fast and flexible and flex, fast and flexible slogan really came up on a podcast, right? Mm -hmm. One of our board members, good friend, Bill Perch, um, asked me if um, if I knew the F words. And I I I, I was doing a podcast. <laughs> I said, um, I'm from New York. <laughs> I, grew up here. I, I know the F words. And uh, he said, no, fast and flexible. And after at the end of that podcast, I said, Bill, I love that term. And I said, as soon as I heard it, and I told him, I said, I am going to steal that. I'm just telling you right now, I'm stealing that. So that became a little bit of, of a marketing slogan. But now that fast and flexible has become the DNA of our culture, which yes. is how things evolve, right? So it came from a podcast, right? Which just goes back to kind of the social aspect of it. But there's things that the byproduct that comes from that being out there like this fast and flexible that now becomes a slogan, but now is really, that's our culture. You ask right. anyone, you live it out. That's what you do. What can you say about our, 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 our group? And everyone will tell you we're fast and flexible. And now anything that they do, they say, what, if the question is what, what, what should I be working on or how should I be performing? How should I be thinking? You should be thinking fast and flexible. So those are the types of things that, be, and then you make, and then you have a fun time with it, right? We make some t-shirts on it, right? The purple t-shirts. So, socks. so yeah, sets, socks, <laughs> yes, good swag. We're also known for good swag. So, um, yeah, and we're very sure. generous with our swag. I agree. Hey, that Joe, I, I always believe, you know, success leaves clues. And I, I just can't thank you enough for jumping on today. I know it's a busy mm -hmm. time of year for you guys. Congrats on uh, what you and your whole team are doing. It's just uh, really inspiring to watch as a, as a partner. And uh, I really appreciate your insights today because I know you, you know, through Melissa's eyes and others, I know you're a well-respected leader. And I think the leader sets the tone for the team and uh, just a uh, good job. Thanks very much for sharing today. Oh, yeah, thank thanks. you, Joe. Oh, thanks again, Rick. Again, thanks for having me. I love love talking about our 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 business and our team. Um, but a special thanks to you guys, Rick, because really, you know, Melissa and Devin are a big part of what we do on the marketing and the social side of things. So, so special thanks to you guys, and and make sure that you have a good holiday. Um, you too. You know, happy holiday, as they say. Happy holiday. Happy holiday. <laughs> and and I'm looking forward to 2023. So we have a lot of good fun things that we're going to be rolling out. So um, we're gonna we're gonna be spending a lot of time with you, you and the team. Yeah, we're excited for it. So thanks for trusting us. And uh, we'll see you guys next week on this marketing show. Buckle up. Buckle up.